For those who prefer their cars rocket powered, flying in high with no boost, but holding on to the dream, it's Knox Phoenix, Ninja Seb Fan, and Darth Vader coming to you live from Manfield. Normally, we don't start our episodes off on such a serious note, but we wanted to come straight out, address all of the rumors, everything that people are saying about us, and, um, and, and you know, set the record straight for what's, what's going on here at Life from Manfield. Um, we have some bad news. Most of the rumors are true. <laughs> we, we are tied to Russia. They have been meddling in our podcast content uh, and our, our, our everything from our weekly whiffs. Um, I knew it. Yes. Um, we, while we regret to inform you all this, we're not ashamed in any way or form, in any form. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why are we not ashamed of this? Uh, I think that Russia has a lot to offer the podcasting space, and frankly, this podcast would not be be possible if if Putin wasn't putting his hands in. Our, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. <laughs> this is a very serious topic, and I and I hate to I hate to be political with everyone, but you know this is just this is the dark truth of podcasting. This is how things are ran. You have to have a um, a backing government, and we just went with a power that we felt like could give us the most that we, that we needed. So, how long has Russia been meddling with us? Before before episode one. So they've wow. been doing this for a long time. Vladimir Putin called me up in two thousand nine, and uh, well, it started with an email. And it said, uh, let me just pull it up. I, I'll, re- I'll read the transcript of the email. Because these emails have all been leaked on WikiLeaks. So um, I'm not even going to try to hide what, what was said here. <laughs> uh, all right. Vladimir Putin said, dear Mr. Knox Phoenix, how goes it, my man? How goes it? <laughs> this is word for word. I'm just, I'm just, um, yo, that was a dope chill sesh last night playing some, some sick ass Mario Kart. Can't believe you always choose Toad. Anywho, start a podcast. We own you. And that's the end of transcript. Wow. I love well, how serious he was with it. Signed, signed Big Vladdy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's odd. Out of the 120 some odd emails that I've received from the, the fearless leader of, of the motherland. They're all signed Big Vladdy, and um, uh, I think all of his official documents, whenever he signs things, they, it, it says Big Vladdy. If you look closely and if you can pick out the chicken scratch, he signs every document that way. So does he sign it because he's informal, so he's trying to be cool with the people? Uh, I think he sees it more of just like, you know, the actual supreme leader name of Russia. <laughs> I don't think he sees himself as, like, president or dictator. I think he sees himself as the big Vladdy of Russia. That's pretty... It's pretty good. Wait, hang on, hang on. I can fix this. Hang on. Let me go back. Let me me try that joke again. Hang on. I asked him why he does this. You want to know what he said? 
What did you say? I like it when you call me Big Vladdy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what even? So that's why he does it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that. Uh. So we'll just be straight with all of our listeners from now on that you just know that this podcast is brought to you by Big Vladimir Putin. Um himself and that this is a a russian metal podcast Every, all of our social media is, is in all of our it's all run um, by him yep it's all ran it's all every time you've seen uh, like a protest from either side it's been orchestrated by the uh the big putin by yeah exactly exactly <laughs> I mean, how did you? How do you think we we made it to Mars? How do you think we afforded to make our headquarters on Mars? You're right. You're right. And also, have, uh, orange soda fountains shipped out. <laughs> that that was a need. We needed that. Um, I'm pretty sure we're a front for something bigger because with our with our facilities here, we have just a large large warehouse that with with vault doors that none of us are allowed in, and he says it's for podcast processing rooms, and I don't. I don't think you need that that many rooms or that big of a warehouse to do that. So here on Mars, there's some interesting stuff being stored. I don't really know. But uh, yeah, that's that's us. That's the true Life for Manfield, a Rocket League podcast and the only <coughs> podcast with a battle pass system. I'm your host, Knox Phoenix. I'm an fan. And I'm Vodka Ice. Big Vodka Ice joining us again. We asked him to come back again. Uh, <laughs> He he helped be one of our co-hosts. I yep. think what was it? Five episodes ago? Four episodes ago? Something did like such that. a good job. We wanted to bring him back again. So that's why you hear the familiar voice of Vodka Ice staff member here on the show. Uh, he we we let him shirk his daily duties and his janitorial duties on the moon or the Mars base, so that he could you know carve out some time to record this. Cleaning still sucks in this place. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. Um, especially when like you have to do it after hours and we turn off all the uh, artificial gravity. It uh, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, trying to pull myself around is hard. <laughs> all right. There's lots of... Uh, so we missed last week because I had I had some friends in town from England and so I um, I just didn't do it. I just didn't... I was like, no podcast week this week. No, no podcast. I gotta take care of my friends. Gotta take care of my friends. So we're catching up this week. We have a lot of news to talk about. Um, yes. Let's first talk about that. Psionics uh, officially gave us some drop rate statistics. Yes. For um, like end of game stuff and or for the the crates, right? So they said ahead of some of the major changes coming this summer, they want to talk about. Um, they want to take a moment to talk about crates. Um, and their drop rates and stuff. So this is going to be interesting because, um, all right there. So especially with a new crate just coming out this past, uh, this past week. And I'm sure that you've got online grinded like, all right, sweet, let's get some of these new crates. And you've been wondering why have you not been getting them? Um, well, this article doesn't talk about that. <laughs> not those types of drop rates. This article talks about when you open a crate, how come you see your little ticker slide past that that sought after black market item every single time and uh, why you seem to always just get the decals. 
That's because the official drop rates are the rare items are 55%. So over half the time you open up a crate, you're going to get one of those four rare items in the bottom, right? And they all have even odds after that. So there's usually like four of them. So they all have like 20, 25% each. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we'll get we'll get into that here in right. a little bit. Okay, um, so let's keep going. So, uh, very rare. So, like, you might be wondering, like, well, you know, I must be lucky because, you know, I, I pretty often get them very rare. So that's because it makes up, like, over a quarter of the drop rate. So 28% yes. chance to get a very rare item. Now, simple, quick maths, all right? That means there's a 83% chance that you will only get a rare or very rare item, all right? That is an... 17% chance left to get an import or above. So, <laughs> yeah. not great. <laughs> Out of that 17% chance, it's a 12 of that 17% chance is an import item. So, a 12% chance to get an import item, which is why you can see it's so hard to get these exotic and black market items because it's a 4% for the exotic and only a 1% chance to get a black market item. All right. Yep. Okay. Uh, that means one out of a hundred crates that you open will have a black market item. That's a hundred dollars to spend, ladies and gentlemen, to get a black market item, which I think um, at most like a black market items. Let's see, uh, we've got Heatwave, which is still kind of pricey. The new, the new mainframe decal is like fifty dollars, so I don't think you really. It's not worth it. Let's just put it that way. You can't resell <laughs> after opening a hundred crates and making money back. Uh, but here's something interesting that they added on to these statistics is that um, after you get this nice new item, you have a 25% chance of receiving a painted attribute if it can be painted. Yes. And a 25% chance of getting a certified attribute, and those are completely independent of each other. So there's a, a quarter of a chance to get um, a painted or certified uh, you know, think of that, which means that a certified black market decal, you have literally a 0.25% chance of getting a certified black market decal. Yeah. Um, so if you're wanting those white zombas, all right, hang on, check this out. There are, I believe, n nine colors of items in Rocket League. Yeah. I, okay, so nine colors of items in Rocket League, all right? The, uh, the zombas are an exotic item, which means there's a 4% chance to open them. So, you get a 25% of 4, you get a 1% chance of getting painted Zombas, and out <laughs> of the um, that 1% chance, let's see, 1... Uh, and that's five. that's if you win the 50-50 chance to get that the Zombas. That's true, that's true. Okay, that's true, that's true. So, uh, so it's a half a percent chance to get um, painted Zombas, all right. Oh. So, 0.5, uh, and then divided by not the nine available colors. Ladies and gentlemen, 0.05% chance to get those white zombas. Wow. Quick maths. Hashtag quick maths. <laughs> that's that's incredible. Um. So now let's let's talk about how those those things kind of work. You you alluded to it a little bit, and I think this is kind of neat. Um, is, so, all right, when, like, the process of how, like, these, like, statistics are dictated yes. is when you, f it first, the first thing that happens when you click open on a crate is it determines the rarity level of what you're going to get. So, it it's like, all right, you know, all these percentages, chances, all right, you are going to get an import item, right? 
And then, you know, there are three import items in the crate, I believe. So that means the next step that it will do is it will determine which item, and it's completely even for all three of those. So, like, you know, if if one of them is, like, an import decal and then the other two are import wheels, then it will... Um, it, what it'll do is like literally 33% chance to get either one of those items. Uh, and then after it selects that, it will determine um, if you get one of the uh, um, the attributes, the 25% attributes for painted or certified. Yeah. So it goes through those three steps in order. Um, and that's that's the kind of, it's kind of neat to know a little bit of the background on how the crate system works. Uh, for those of you like who you know see the ticker, get really close to like one of those things, and you're like, "Oh gosh, I want you to all know that that thing is just for show." The the order that things slide through on the um, <laughs> means nothing. Yeah, the, it means absolutely nothing. The, those that's not a real slidey wheel or anything. The second that you click open crate. Um, the way that that works is it runs through an, a randomized seed generator, all right, uh, based on, like, the server timestamp whenever you click on the, um, the, the open crate item. So your item is, or at least your rarity is determined the moment you click open crate. Um, and so... Which makes sense. Which makes sense. Uh, hey, guys, have you heard of this tool where um, there's, like, a Rocket League crate predictor online? Really? Yeah, um, so this thing is kind of kind of cool. Let me see if I can uh, send you guys a link real fast. Um, okay, is this it? RLSimulator.com, maybe? No? Hmm. I don't know how to, how to do this. I don't know how to do this. So my friend was showing me this. Uh, he was like, yo, I'm so good at, like, this, <laughs> this crate simulator or whatever. Okay. Uh, oh, is it crate? No. Oh, dang it trying to find it i don't know but there's basically an online tool where you can where you can actually click and open fake crates um and practice opening crates online and i i could have sworn i would have found it with a simple google but i can't i can't find it okay dang oh well Hmm. so something else that happened in the news uh which is pretty big which has all the pros screaming and yelling they announced RLCS season six. Screaming and yelling. <coughs> uh, and not just because it's another season, but because they decided to put a lot of money towards this. Uh, they actually doubled the prize pool compared to season five. <laughs> yeah. And that's just hey, that for was, RLCS. That was cool how they did that in the announcements. Yeah. Uh, so in the actual video uh, for the announcement, they... They kind of, they they were showing off the new logo for the for RLCS, and then at the end they were showing a ticker going up for how much money is going to be on the line, and they were reaching five hundred thousand, which was last season, and they would slowly keep ticking until a new a new number appeared, <laughs> adding it to one million dollars. Yeah, one million. That's it's insane. Finally, finally, we hit a million. Jesus, Pete. So well, big I mean, question. It's big jumps. Uh, what's your question? What's going on with the logo? I think it's a hint on where it's at. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be in Vegas, baby. Neon lights on the strip. <coughs> well, I guess that's that's a good hint, I guess. Or a good, a good guess. <laughs> so 
Uh, it's going to be a massive prize pool of $1 million for RLCS, and they're also doubling the prize pool for RLRS. So last season it was 25000 each uh, for each region, which made a fifty grand. So mm-hmm. now it's going to be 100000 for $50,000 each uh, for each region. I wasn't... I was a little unaware that the difference was so, like, grand, pardon the pun, between... RLCS between and RS. Yeah, I would have thought that, like, maybe it was... Like, I didn't realize it was just 10%. Like, I would have thought maybe, like, 25% or something of the of the RLCS prize pool. Yeah, no. Completely independent. So it's $1.1 million to esports this season, which is incredible. And it'll only well, it'll, it'll only keep going up. Official esports. Yes. Official psionics led esports. Yeah. Because they also donate money to things <coughs> like the Universal Open and maybe the Universal Open, but like other things like Yeah, the actually the South American Rocket League championship that happened recently. Yes, yes. They actually donated to that, which is pretty cool. And there's actually a lot of rumors floating around that Sam might be joining the misc mix this season. Okay. So they yeah, might be there's... in another region, which would be pretty cool. I figured that they would have uh that they would have made that in this announcement though. Uh I think the, they in their original post they said there's more to come and to pay attention to their website. So if there's more to come for this season to announce, you could imagine it's pretty big stuff for them to keep out. Yeah, I think um so I think there's a lot of rumors that they would also be moving to groups for the seeding of the um <coughs> Of the the LAN, yes, I would really like that honestly. Um, because right now it's assumed that OCE is going to be the lowest two seed teams that were that are coming in, but they've proven now officially that they're not the lowest seed teams. Like yeah. they've uh, two seasons in a row now, they did not finish seventh and eighth, or they, or ninth and tenth in LAN. Um, meaning that like, all right, we need to do something else to mix it up between between. Uh, how we how we seed this tournament so yeah i don't know i'm i'm super excited for this this season's gonna be really really good with the one million dollars on the line a lot of players are happy and it's causing a lot of roster changes at the last minute (laughs) because i don't think players expected an announcement this soon you don't think so i think i think they're two weeks behind where they announced last year i'm not sure Either way, this is super hype, and I can't wait for the season to start. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this season I'm actually going to make a run for the the RLRS qualifiers. To be honest, I've been trying to put together a team. Got some guys that I've been running with. So uh, who knows? Maybe even Knox Phoenix will. Nah, <laughs> let's not. Nah, <laughs> let's not go that far. <laughs> so yeah. that's pretty cool. What about you guys? Are you guys planning on uh, playing uh, through the qualifiers? Or? I don't think so. Because you're going down if you are. Oh, you are playing in the qualifiers? No. Oh. Alrighty then. <laughs> he just thinks you're going to lose. So All not. Right. Yes. What else just came out? Yeah, so let's talk about this new crate that was released just a couple nights ago. Um, this was, so it was announced um, last week. Yeah. And, uh, just, it, they like literally gave it less than seven days before they actually like dropped the, the new, the new update. 
Um, so there's some new items in the Zephyr Crate. Uh, I don't know if you guys have gotten to take a look at any of them, but one of them is a new battle car called the Cyclone. It has a breakout style hitbox. Um, yep. Have either of you guys maybe got a chance to use this car already? Nope. No. I don't touch right, new. Well, <laughs> I never get uh, the chance to ch- touch the new cars that come out in So crates. I got two Zephyr Crates. The first one I got... The I got these new wheels called the something <laughs> I don't remember, but they're pinkish and I don't like them. <laughs> um, then my second one, I was like, if I don't get the new car, then I'm just gonna quit Rocket League, and I'm happy to say I'm gonna be playing Rocket League because I got the new car. Oh wow! And I did six matches with it, and verdict is: hang on, first, I'll let you guys guess. Do you think that I am like? N- Cyclone new meta, or I'm never going to use this car again. Never going to use this car again. I'm never going to use this car again. (laughs) (laughs) Is it truly that bad? Um, no. All right. So it's actually not a bad car. Like I played fine with it. It just was a little awkward for me. Um, it's got breakout type S, uh, syndrome, which if I'll, I'll attest to, you can't see the nose of the car from behind it. It dips too low visually. Okay. Uh, and I kind of hate that feeling of just like having to guess where the front of your car is. Um, it's like it's good for aerials. Now, I will say this. It's probably the best looking car in the game. It looks like a like a Ferrari. Um, I, I, it's like tough to kind of explain until you kind of see it like a Ferrari mixed with like a Tesla. It's it's okay. really freaking cool. Uh, it also has some like pretty unique features. It has... Um, so there's a couple of battle cars that do this, but it has a spoiler that will lift and lo- uh, lower based on whether you're holding the accelerator or not. So this one does that, except this one like bows kind of weird. So it like folds down and like folds up as you uh, press and let go of the accelerator. Now okay. here's the really interesting thing that the pictures don't really do it justice on. Uh, so if you kind of think of battle cars, um, there's a way that you can separate them. There's a unique attribute that you can separate uh, all battle cars, and that is whether it has a split boost exhaust or if it has a single boost exhaust, right? Okay. The Breakout has a single boost exhaust. The Dominus has a, a very narrow two boost exhaust. The The Octane has has a double boost exhaust where it's like split, right? Yeah. Okay, and, and th- those are kind of cool, right? Um, typically, they're really close together. The two trails end up as they get as they expand, they turn into one trail behind the car. Um, like, you know, the octane, you can see if you like twist, you can see the two trails kind of twist and then they turn into one as you, as you're doing some twisties in the air. Yeah. Always the cyclone, the boost exhaust is so wide that it is pretty much over the back wheels. Oh my. It is very odd. Your boost trail is almost coming out the same like width as your supersonic trail. Wow. It is very weird. The trails actually never touch. You look like you're doing an air show with your boost. <laughs> and it's actually pretty cool. Like I'm glad that they decided to, you know, mix things up and make things a little different. Uh I mean, you can really, really tell if someone's boosting or not, and I'll tell you that though. <laughs> Um, it, it threw me off for a while. I couldn't quite tell what was like, something feels weird. And then I finally just like took a second and stopped from the game and just looked and I was like, Oh, that's what's happening. Um, so yeah, it's pretty interesting kind of thing. I just, uh, I find it, I find it difficult to play with just a little bit, um, because I can't see the nose of my car and that's basically (coughs) the big thing. It's, it's very rounded too. And I don't like very rounded cars because, you know, it doesn't represent the hitbox perfectly, but it looks dope AF, not going to lie. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, that's pretty much like some of the highlights from the. There's a new goal explosion called the Singularity. I was able to pick that up off the trading Discord. Uh, Is it good? It's, it's really cool goal explosion. So basically, uh, like when you score, it does an initial like pop with a bunch of lights, and then um, it creates like a wormhole and everything gets sucked into it. Oh wow! And then like and then it explodes again. So. Not like the cars and stuff. The cars still pu- pushed away, but all the like the lights and stuff that spits out like it's sucked into a wormhole and then it. That's cool. The yeah, double explosion, neat. coal explosion. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Double the money. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also a new black market decal uh, called the mainframe. Um, so it's not extremely flashy, uh, but the way that it essentially looks is. Um, it's got, it gives, it applies like a, a color gradient to your car. So like if your main, if your primary color is orange, then the front of your car would be like a light orange and the back of your car would be like a dark orange. And then, um, it's got like little circuit board lightning bolts that like, uh, start from the front of your car and zip every once in a while oh, wow. uh, to the back of your car. So it, it's pretty neat looking, but it's not the flashiest. Um, but yeah, it is pretty cool. Hmm. And those are the highlights. It's also got Fire God, which is an old black market decal, and uh, the Tune Goal Explosion, which is an old explosion. Again. So they're recycling those those two black market items in there. Um, that's bad. pretty much the highlights from the Zephyr Crate, except that they did do some additional uh, patch note stuff. Oh, yes. We need to talk about that. Um, yeah. First up, new feature added. Performance graphs. Uh, I, t- I, I turned it on, and it feels way too invasive, so I turned it off. Yeah, I mean, you'd only turn these on if you were, if you were having diagnosing, issues. Yeah, yeah, if you were diagnosing stuff on your system. But know, essentially, I'd I played like, around with them a little bit. I'd like, I'd like was, a Rocket League FPS counter. That's not the Steam one. So I, I, I was like, I kind of want to use it, and I'm like, oh, it's not really worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can get graphs as well. You can get performance graphs of your FPS um, and GPU usage and CPU usage and all that fun stuff. And you can and also network yeah. graphs. Yeah. That you definitely won't use unless you're trying to see what's wrong. I actually um, almost turned those on tonight because I felt like after the update that I've been getting a lot of rubber banding and it feels really weird. Hmm. So I, I might turn those on here soon. Um, the cool thing, though, is that like you can press F10 on your keyboard to um, on PC to knock those things up. Yeah, that I knew, too. Um, it's cool. So that's pretty cool. Um, okay. <coughs> They added the th- the throwback stadium into exhibition matches, local matches, and private matches. Oh, I didn't get to try that. Now. Yeah, so I didn't even like realize that. I should have uh, tried to do some privates with some people, but uh, maybe we'll do that this week sometime. Now, here is the big thing. All right, it doesn't look big, but they have a note on the patch notes that say, and um, Vodka, you came from Xbox before? I did. Okay, so so you'll know a little bit about this. Um, you could not ever trade keys on the Xbox, right? Yes, and it was and the worst was, thing ever. <laughs> that's because it's against like Microsoft's yeah. terms of service, where yep. you um they want to make sure that there's not like microtransactions or like value, like you know, money stuff. They mm-hmm. don't want to get into that messy stuff. Uh, so players are now able to attempt trades involving keys on the Xbox One. Uh, they will not go through. It will fail yes. because the feature is not yet enabled. But the the words that it says is these trades will fail as we have yet to enable this feature in Cynet. All right. Yes. And then, you know, it clarifies that Cynet, if you remember us talking about it a lot, it's Rocket League's back end database system where it's going to be storing all of our player profiles and stuff 
switching away from using the platforms database system like Xbox Friends, PS4 Friends, Steam Friends, all that stuff is going you know, away. It's going to be using Psionixis. So that means that they have actually been using Cynet now on the clients um, to manage a lot of the stuff. Meaning that we could be having cross-platform parties simply turned on with a switch uh, whenever it's ready. Maybe not, like, even a patch, a client patch would not be even necessary. They could just flip <coughs> it on and be like, guess that's what, true. guys, you can play with your, your platform friends now. Um, so I think so that's closer stuff. than we think. So they can just sit here and hide all this stuff from us until they <laughs> want to release it. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they've done that with several things before. Um, uh, hide assets in and then toggle them on and off. I don't think it's that big of a problem. No, no. It's, they almost, it's, it's expected because managing the process of client updates across four platforms is extremely difficult to sync up. Yeah. Because it's a cross-platform game, so you can't ever have a client on, uh, like, go into multiplayer against another client. So they have to sync, they have to synchronize pushing updates to the Nintendo Switch network, to the Xbox network, the PlayStation network, and to Steam at the same time. Like, that's that's tough. Oh, yeah. Um, so having these server-based features that they can switch on and off is completely necessary. Yep. Um, along with that, uh, so th- they're going to be releasing the trade uh, key trading feature in the next several days. They fixed a few other things. Um, apparently, something wrong with the Venom uh, center of mass slightly. They moved the center of mass slightly back from current position to better match for the front head box. I don't yes. think many people use the Venom, so I don't think it really matters. <laughs> yeah, Surprisingly, I, mean, I actually have a few people or a few friends that use the Venom and they love it, and I don't know why. Weird. The question is: Is Will Fisho Kid be? Happy or upset? Because <laughs> he is the big, he's the big Venom user. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Fisho Kid, get at us. Let us know what you think, boy. Otherwise, I don't think it's too big of a deal. Uh, the rest of the stuff that they updated, it's just kind of, it was their promise of doing Throwback Stadium into private and uh, a way to release a crate before the, ne- the next big, big update. So, yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's just something. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of known issues in this update. Yeah. I'm always like, it always baffles me how some of these things even get messed up when they're pushing changes that don't seem like it would... Affect it. Like, yeah, like, the the trails are slightly off-center behind the, the Nissan Skyline wheels. <laughs> how did that, how did that break? Like, what did you, what did you touch, what line of code did you touch? It's like, oh, by the way, we're gonna allow... Uh, we're going to allow Xbox players to put the keys into the trade menu now, and oh crap, the trails are messed up on the freaking Nissan Skyline because of that. What is going on? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the uh, the yeah. new update. So, some more big news for all you Xbox players, PS4 players, and Switch players. The Rocket League Ultimate Edition comes out August 28th. What is so, Ultimate Edition? The, the Ultimate ult- Edition. Ultimate Edition is better than the Game of the Year Edition, I guess. It makes you better <laughs> at the game. Like You will play better <laughs> because you've got the Ultimate Edition and everyone else just has the Pleb Edition. 
Okay. I have the pleb edition. <laughs> but so, yeah, it includes the uh, game Rocket League, obviously. It better. <laughs> <laughs> no, you only you only get the DLC. <laughs> the ultimate game edition. You get all the DLC, but still have to buy the game separately. EA Sports. <laughs> <laughs> But it includes the Chaos Run DLC, the Revenge of the Battle Cars DLC. Okay. Supersonic Fury, uh, Aftershock, Esper, Marauder, Masamune, Protus, Triton, Vulcan, and then the Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice car pack, and then the DC Superheroes DLC pack. That's lots of, uh, yeah, lots of... Lots of... Is that all of the DLC packs? No, it's not. I, it is missing the Fast and Furious. And the Jurassic Park. Yes. Hmm. Is that it, though? I think so. Well, yeah. Huh. I'm trying to think. There's got to be other DLC. There's got to be other DLC that it's missing, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I th- does it include everything pre- uh, prior? I have no... Well, okay. So, hang on. You should clarify that the um, the Xbox, or the platform versions of the games come with the Dominus and the Takumi... And, oh really? Um, yeah, they they come with the like first two DLCs in the base game. Um, so they're okay. not DLC anymore. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, console platforms, not PC platforms, the Takumi and the Dominus were uh, already installed. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, hang on. So I've got a list here of all of the DLC, uh, excluding like soundtracks and stuff on Steam. So, all right, Vulcan, Proteus, Triton, Aftershock, Marauder, Esper, Moss, Moonit. Yep, got those. Ah, the Hot Wheels. It's missing the Hot Wheels. Yes. Oh, also missing Hot Wheels. Both, the, so both Hot Wheels DLCs, all three of the uh, Fast and Furious DLCs, and the Jurassic Park DLCs. So it's missing all of those. Okay. Uh, that must have been some sort of licensing thing. Must have been. Uh, have- you, you can get the Ultimate Edition for uh, PS, PlayStation 4, and then Xbox is going to be $39.99. I'm assuming plus tax, so expect like three dollars of tax on there, and yeah. then forty nine ninety nine for the Switch. Why but- is it more expensive on Switch? <laughs> it's the Nintendo price. That's so stupid. I don't Another know. Another ten bucks more for Nintendo. Do you but- remember when games were cheaper for the Nintendo consoles? Yeah, I don't know. They're still cheaper hey, on the Nintendo consoles. Talk about this game cover art. <laughs> so. First off, the front car is an Octane, so Octane Master Race. Um, and then behind it is a Batmobile hitting the ball. And then yeah. in the... Right. Here's the best part. The Octane has... It looks like the uh, Supersonic Trail coming off of it is the Champion Reward Level Trail. So it's a, it's a trail that you would never be able to get. In the, <laughs> That's how you know you're better than everybody else when you buy this game. <laughs> Yeah, when you buy the Ultimate Edition, you automatically get Season 3 Champion Rewards. <laughs> but also, yes, yes, above the Batmobile, <laughs> it has the Batman logo, and then it says, featuring three Batmobiles. <laughs> like, that's the selling point of the game. <laughs> like, wow, look here, everybody. We have three Batmobiles to give you. This version of Rocket League comes with more Batmobiles than ever. Before. It's something, and then it's got a, a list of countries uh, that it's available in, and I'm just gonna list all of those countries: Argentina, Australia, Austria, Belgium. Bel- I'm just kidding. There's too many. There's <laughs> honestly too many. There's, yeah, there's a, it's a pretty long list of uh, countries that it's available in. 
Oh, yeah. All right. Here's the funny thing. Why? Hang on. We got to talk about this just real fast. Okay. Why on the Rocket League website news announcement page are they announcing that the Ultimate Edition is coming out? If you are at this website and caring about Rocket League news, don't you already own the game? Maybe you want to own it for a different console. And you want to spend more money on it. <laughs> I also own Rocket League for, if you take it, seven consoles. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I just thought of something really, really funny, really, really funny. Okay, hang on. Um, I got to How much is Rocket League on the Xbox One right now? Uh, probably tw- $19.99 plus tax. So like $22.10 with is tax. That, is it? Is it? All right, hang on. I'm looking at the Microsoft Store right now, and it, it might be says half off. 19.99. All right, so it's 19.99. All right, hang on, hang on. This is this is gonna be epic. So you get uh, this Ultimate Edition with three Batmobiles for <laughs> Kid you 39.99. Not All right, let's look at the DLC prices for this. So it's 19.99. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, someone do some quick math. So add this up as I say them. All right. Um. So chaos is four dollars. Twenty-three. All right. Um, the Revenge of the Battle Cards is four dollars. Twenty-seven. Uh, Supersonic Fury is four dollars. Thirty-one. All right. Uh, Masamune two. Thirty-three. Esper two. Thirty-five. Marauder two. Thirty-seven. Aftershock two. Thirty-nine. Triton two. Forty-one. Proteus two. 43. Vulcan 2. 45. And then the DC pack is um, $4. 30, 49. Did you and leave Batman, the... Ba- hang on, Batman v Superman is $2. So you save $11. <coughs> Oof. A whole whopping $11. But you get it's... you get three Batmobiles. <laughs> <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's the Batmobiles that sell me. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so that's actually not terrible. Saving $11 isn't as as bad as I thought it would be. But hang on! For the Nintendo Switch... Well, I wonder what the... What's the base price on Nintendo Switch? I wonder. It's probably... Yeah. I bet it's $29.99. Yeah. Probably. But if you spend spend $20 more, you get three Batmobiles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alright, so on Amazon, the Rockley... It's, uh... Looks like it's... This can't be right. $43? What? What? Anyway. That's so weird, man. $39.99. It's $39.99 for the Switch version of the game. So you spend $10 more and you get everything. Everything. And three Batmobiles. It's worth it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's it for the the news. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, um, hey, with the RLCS Season 6 coming up and the Universal Open currently running, there's a lot more esports stuff happening, which means we should probably go to Ninja Super Happy Esports Fun Time! Okay, I'm going to have to go through that's the this. Same, that's the same jingle it's been every every week. <laughs> I'm going to have to go through this quick because there's a lot of roster changes. Uh, you could argue right, well, here, pro- like here, 90% you, changed rosters. You, yeah, 
you hot list right through them, and Vodka and I will stop you when there's one that we want to like say, hey, okay, that's interesting okay. or something. So Freaky left vit- Vitality. He might have been kicked. <gasps> what? <I'm just> <laughs> uh, it's not official yet who's replacing him, but everything's pointing to Scrub Killer, the fresh young. fifteen-year-old. No, he's uh, actually fifteen. Wait, hang now. on, do not ever re- refer to a child as a fresh fifteen-year-old, please. No, we just got flagged on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and everything. The podcast is being taken down by the FBI because you just said a fresh fifteen-year-old. I just got an email from Big Vladdy. He didn't like it, and, and it's funny he approves. Uh, so. Insolences has been kicked off Rogue and is being replaced by Joro, with Matt leaving Ghost to sub for the team. So he returns. Has Insolences ever played two seasons in a row for a team? Uh, no. <laughs> no one likes to keep him around because he doesn't ever yeah. want to practice. Uh, Siki leaves Fnatic and is replaced by non-RLRS veteran uh, Mummy Snow. Oh. That's an interesting pick. Chrome has left Evil Geniuses, or has been kicked off, rather, to be replaced by Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, this is old news, though. That was, like, right after the last season ended. Pluto's joining for a free RLCS title as... (laughs) He's joining FlyQuest as a sub. Wow. (laughs) Metzenoris leaves Complexity and is getting replaced by Greasymeister. An envious sub, so Greasy's coming back strong, I guess. Uh, okay. Memory is leaving Space Station Gaming to join Ghost Gaming after Matt has left to join in, uh, Rogue again. Okay. Zolha, uh, Zolhe recreates Applesauce with his former teammate Hado with Epic Johnny. Uh, so Epic Johnny's left out of style, which left Zlatch the only one there. Well, actually, technically, Epic, Johnny, and Hato were already on the team, so they're actually retaining their spot. And Latch is now going away to sub for NRG. So Latch okay. is getting a free RLCS title. <laughs> <laughs> um, along with that, Timmy leaves CLG to join Insolences and Chrome to make a new team to fight into the RLRS. They should most likely get it. They're a pretty good team. And that... Uh, along with that, Mio is leaving, uh, also left CLG, and he's going to be joining G2 as a sub. So that means there's only one person left on the CLG roster, which is Dapper, and they're actually losing their spot in the RLCS. Okay, so there's a, so there's two new spots that have just been opened up in the RLRS, I believe. And then one team that at least is forming and guaranteed to make it in. Yes, so X so. X Dignitas, I think think i believe they made it uh, they kept their spot uh ex dignitas is losing their spot because uh turtle is leaving the competitive scene i guess for good this time he's becoming a, a youtuber <laughs> uh and uh, zolhe is the other one standing that joined hato and epic john to keep the out of style spot that they that they had for rlrs uh, Servette's roster that was in RLRS has, uh, ro- they, uh, Servette, the org dropped their roster and Mouse Esports, which is actually a pretty good, uh, pretty big org in other games, uh, are picking up Tigri with Skyline and Alex. So that's the full team, uh, and they're retaining and their spot. what happened with, uh, Envious? 
So Envy, uh, so Envious dropped their roster and they kicked Devo out. Uh, so Envious actually is turned into an NA org. Uh, they left their their spot in EU, and they actually dropped every single org uh, team they ever had that was EU related, and they're picking up NA teams. So we could see Envious back as an NA team. Interesting. But so the roster Remco and Agnite kicked out Devo and picked up Metzenoris, which was uh, which got a which left complexity. So Metzenoris is staying around uh, on a new team. <clears throat> so that's it for roster changes. There's also the Universal Open happening in the last few weeks. Uh, so far, we've only had two qualifiers to make it into the finals. Uh, which include northeast result, uh, northeastern qualifiers and the eastern qualifiers. For northeast, we got Ghost Gaming that qualified with Leth and Memory, uh, so they're going to be at the finals. And east got uh, the better form of G two in Garrett and Jane Apps, and they qualified. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So that's everything that's happened. All right. Well, with all of this super competitive Rocket League ramping up, it makes us want to play the game. And we talk about our uh, experience in Rocket League in a segment we like to call the Weekly Whiffs. Uh, Ninja, how has your past two weeks been in Rocket League? Well, um, I found out my computer is having issues running the game and running everything, period. Uh, I had to actually reinstall Windows on it. Cause I was, I was getting, I was getting really bad, uh, bad frame drops, which was causing me to derank a lot. Um, but sure, blame the frame <laughs> drops. I swear, it's the frame drops. Okay. Um, and yeah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm ranking back up in threes, and yeah, uh, I'm having a good week, at least this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh what about you Nox? what's going on yeah so um i've been having a lot of fun with my rsc team um we've been really kind of just like making sure we do uh scrims twice a week uh, and really grinding it and we started off as one of the lower end teams but we actually like um with our with our last couple weeks like clawed our way back up and almost was able to snag a, a wild card spot for the playoffs we didn't quite clench it out but uh i'm still it was like it was a really fun kind of thing to um stick with it like a team and like progress and progress so um that's kind of what i've been doing and then um uh i've kind of just like missed a little bit of like the you know weekly tournament scene and stuff like that so um i figured like hey why not like i'll find a couple guys and just see if we want to like work together on improving passing and just like working together and teamwork and stuff because i'm Getting sick of solo queue, so uh, I've started, you know, just running some like sort of like tryouts and stuff. Okay. For actually coming up with a comp team, nothing, nothing extremely too serious, but also like you know we wanna we wanna do some tournaments, we wanna go into RLRS. So uh, I've been pretty much doing that. I've been like with my friends that were in town, and I had to travel this weekend, so like I actually kind of like didn't get to play so much. And uh, I hate that because like right before I left and all that stuff started happening, I was probably at like my mechanical peak, <laughs> and then. And then, like, I had to take a break, and so, like, I'm, this week, I'm just now starting to get back into the hang of, like, the swing of things, so. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty much, uh, my week. Um, Vodka, how about you, man? How's Rocket League been? Uh, I don't know how to top that, because that was pretty good. <laughs> but, these last two weeks have been pretty, 
pretty uh, relaxing. I haven't been playing much ranked lately. I've more been trying to enjoy the game rather than tilting <laughs> <laughs> endlessly. But uh, I do solo queue a lot. Uh, I try. I try to find teammates or like my friends. Then uh, we'll go in and play. But other than that, uh, I've been trying to find time to make uh, tournaments. I wanted to get into some tournament tournament scene. Maybe uh, I know Crunchy's got a Rumble thing going on, so I'm trying to find time for that. Oh no! <laughs> but I'm not. Be- I promise, I'm not becoming a Rumble main. I just trying to get into the more tournament scene rather than just playing Rocket League. Fair enough. But yeah, that's about it for my week. Nice. All right. So, um, oh man, I'm, I feel real bad all of a sudden because, uh, someone submitted this suggestion on Twitter and I totally forgot who submitted it. I'm going to try to stall at, while I look it up while I am currently talking Stalling. right now. Stalling. Stalling. Um, yeah. Stalling. While we're stalling, yeah, it's not gonna uh, how about that ceiling shuffle? Yeah, let's talk about the ceiling shuffle, I we guess. We completely missed this. It's pretty big news, new mechanic. Um, yeah. An interesting People, one, anyway. Right. So, um, there's like, you know, jump resets and air stalls and stuff like that that people, you know, are always like, yeah, but this will never be, like, viable yeah. and, like... You know, competitive or whatever. <laughs> I'm so jelly because I'm not good, so this will never be viable in competitive gameplay. Uh, which is, you know, pretty much the same thing that gets said every time a new mechanic is, um, it, every like, comes into the game. But, honestly, this is one that I could see making its way into gameplay faster than, than other stuff. Like, people said that about the half-flip. They said that about the wave dash. Um... They said that about like all sorts of things, and they they said that about the ceiling shots. Like, and in the grand finals of the RLCS, we had three ceiling shots. Right. I'm sorry to say, but like these mechanics will make it into the game. And when it comes to like you know, I think this could become part of competitive faster than like the air stall. Yeah. Like, thing that we're seeing, it's pretty powerful. You essentially can stay in the air for a very long time without boost. That's pretty op you can stay on the ceiling without boost you literally yes. just have to be driving forward or sideways and sideways um, um have any of you guys been able to pull it off or try it i tried it for like three minutes and i didn't even really uh, like determine how it was supposed to be done from the gifts like i didn't like really pay too much attention <clears throat> okay I, I just like popped up there and like tried it a couple times i was also in the dominus i'm not even sure if it's possible in the dominus um, That's a good point. I've only ever seen it done with the Octane. Exactly. The Octane seems imagine to have a little if, bit more imagine if it's only an, race. Imagine if it's only an Octane thing. If that's true, Cyanix will either have to patch or... Uh, they'll, I mean, they'll have to. So, I, I've been trying it, and I can't do the proper shuffle, but people have been finding a way to do a wave dash shuffle. So you use wave dashes instead of driving sideways and sideways to keep your feet, uh, to keep your wheels stuck on your the feet. wall. <laughs> yes, your feet. Yes. The feet of your feet. car. But I've been trying it with the wave dash and it's honestly much easier to do with the wave dash. 
I, I could get like two or three in consecutively, but otherwise I can't do, I can't continue it. Me personally, I watched a gif of it and I said, that's really cool. And I haven't even tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, how, how is it even supposed to like work? Like, what do you, what are you supposed to do to be able to pull it off? So from what I heard, uh, from, from what everyone's explaining it, um, you gotta be able to land three wheels onto the ceiling and it it seems like your back wheels always have to stay on but you rotate the two front wheels to keep on going back and forth and one of the explanations i've seen about why it works and how it's working is that uh the ceiling has kind of a sticky feeling to it uh, like most games have this, but every wall has like a sticky feeling in a physics-based game. So you you kind of like stick to stick towards the ceiling if you're while you're doing that. It, it's really weird. Well, all right. So I think the mechanic that's making it work is in Rocket League, your car will try to correct itself to all four wheels if you are holding the accelerator. Right. And I think that that's what's happening. Is it tries to put all four wheels on, and then when you overcorrect to the other two wheels. Then it like puts those wheels up. It like so the mechanic to flatten your car pushes your car up towards the ceiling, and then you overcorrect that to your other two wheels to get two wheels off again. And then it tries to do that again, and it just keeps pushing you up to get your car flat, but it never flattens. Right. I think See, my head just exploded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, people are still breaking this game, and it's been out for. I mean, that's a really breaking one. And the funny thing is, it's been out for over a month. The original GIF was out for over a month, and now only this week or the last week have people been trying to replicate it and master it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems pretty tough. We So here's where I think <coughs> that I don't think that you're going to see players driving up to the ceiling and shuffling while they're waiting for, like, aerial redirect passes. I, let me be clear. I do not think that that is going to be like seen in the RLCS yeah. anytime soon. What I do think you're going to see is remember that goal where Garrett got bumped up to the ceiling and he ceiling popped off and scored it in the finals of the yes. RLCS. Like it was absolutely nuts. I think you're going to see some of those cases where two two players are challenging the ball on the wall and like um, they fifty fifty one of them gets bumped up to the ceiling and then since they're up there they hang out for a sec. I think that's what we're going to start to see. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think you're going to start seeing a bunch of people intentionally go up there and shuffle around like, oh, oh hit me, hit me. <laughs> That's going to be, it's going to pull you out of position for like a long yeah. time and stuff. No, I think this is going to be a way of recovery. Uh, yeah. A way of ceiling recovery where you could maintain your aerial position for a second longer if a pass might be possible. Yeah. And, yeah, that's insane to think about. That that's oh, a possibility. Like so and so just got knocked up to the ceiling. They're just hanging out there for a sec, waiting for a pass. And oh, yep, there it is. They're down. They use their flip reset and they score a freaking redirect. Like that'd be insane. I think that I, that's. I think I that's could cool. also see it as like like a freestyle shot. Obviously, ceiling oh, yeah. shuffle across the map, drop it in. But as like a like off the wall, hit it off the wall, recover off the ceiling, shuffle a little bit, and then drop down as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm scared. Not, yeah. Maybe not always defense, but I'm scared for the for the day that it's actually used a lot in play. If it is, uh, I I don't want to be in ranked playing against someone that's doing that. Um, another possibility of it being used is um defensively against ceiling shots. If you see, if you see um another player trying to take the ball up the wall for a ceiling shot, yeah. and you go up 
hang out on the ceiling for a second or two and then you pop off to, to swat it away. Like, that's another way that it's, I mean, it's viable, people. Like, it is actually viable. It's not going to be done, like, all the time, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> Wait until you see it done get- in RLCS and you're just going to blow your mind. Yeah. I Like, I mean, people literally said that about every mechanic that's used right now. Like, it's it's no joke. Air dribbling. I remember when air dribbling, people said that. Uh, like, and then in there was a league match when uh, Pashi used the first air dribble in the uh, RLCS, and then yeah. um, uh, and then that same week, Kronovi did it as well <laughs> against against VQ Untethered. <laughs> yeah, that's how long ago this was. But yeah, this idea that air dribbles were like, no, that's too that's too tough to pull off. It'll never be viable and competitive. It's just a flashy thing to do against other bad players. No. Same with wave dashing, same with half flipping. Lachino scored that epic half flip goal in um in RLCS qualifiers. Like Yep. Uh they're like, it's gonna happen. I'm telling you right now. This is more viable than freaking what's the other one that people are doing right now? That's nuts. The flip resets? Uh, yeah, the flip reset. Like I don't think we're going to start seeing a lot of airstall flip resets. I don't know, maybe, man. The one flip reset's been... Se- like, you're seeing pros try to use it, but... Yeah, they're- you're seeing them try, but... And when they do it, they're not... It doesn't look like they're trying to do airstall resets. They're, it looks like they're going up and just pulling the back of their car... Or the front of their car up and getting a reset yeah. to get, like, a delayed hit. Like, it... I I mean, who knows? We'll see that eventually as well. Yeah. Rock League's going to be nuts here another two years. <laughs> I've also seen almost every flip reset from the RLCS get blocked, so. It's true. It is true. Because everyone's pre-jumping the shot. I remember C9 was down by two goals and Gimmick tried to do one across the map. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, it's like, you're not going to do it. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, cool. That's going to do it for us this week. Um, we had some other stuff. Yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for <laughs> for for joining us. I want to thank uh, our patrons who went to patreon.com slash LFmanfield and literally make this show possible. Uh, I want to start by thanking our Grand Champ patrons. Starts at $25 a freaking week. Crunchy goodness, it's crunch time. Of course, our champion patron, $15 a week. Yo, it's D-Lo, Mr. Steal Your Goal. Diamond patron, which is 10 Freaking dollars a week. Fugal Frenzy. That shit's crazy. Spell TV Muffin who stepped his game up. And Ty Dizzle. Faux Shizzle. My Nizzle. We have our Platinum Patron, the Stunt Guy. He's tricked out. Johnny Kooks. He's cuckoo for Rocket League. Spook. It's Casper. Dawson with a V, not a Creek. Marl Fox, the foxiest patron. Henry, the one and only. NX Poseidon making waves. And Pickett's my main man. Also, this week, I want to send out a super special thank you to a new Silver Level patron, $2 a week, Stone Hoops. Uh, out of nowhere, man. Didn't even uh, didn't even tell us he was coming or anything. He just silently was like, yo, I want to give you guys some money. So thank you so much, Stone Hoops. Welcome to the Manfieldian Club. I don't, we don't have a name <laughs> for it. Maybe we should probably have a name for it. Thank you to the Fat Rat for the use of our theme song, Xenogenesis. Super dope song. Check out the rest of his music because he lets you use it all for free for like uh, YouTube and all that stuff. It's really, really dope. Uh, make sure you join our Discord. It's a cool place to hang out. And uh, we do, um, this week, if you're in there, we're probably going to throw together some um, throwback stadium private matches. So if you want to be a part of that, then uh, make sure you head to our website and you can get our Discord link off there. 
Stop by, join us next week for our in-depth side-by-side commentary on every other odd number episode in reverse order. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, I'm Knox Phoenix. I'm the Seb fan. And I'm Vodka Ice. And may the face-offs be ever in your favor.